glad to have you with us on this podcast today. You no longer need to fight against the wind, but allow the wind, the breath of God at your back to propel you forward in 2019. When you finish listening, we hope you'll take a minute and write a review. Your encouragement will be a help to others. Enjoy the message. So this morning, just briefly, we're going to deal with the last man standing. That's what this is about. Last man standing, last woman standing. Because the last man standing, the last woman standing, listen, that's the greatest. Jesus says the one who will take the last place. Not, not the one now who's left with the last place. Not, 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 not the one that's pushed there, but the one who says, no, that's, that's the position I want right there. I, I, I want to be at the back. I don't have to be at the back of nothing anymore. Haven't you heard about the civil rights movement? Look, look, look I'm talking about a kingdom rights movement. We go to the back. Last man standing. Jesus begins to deal with some other things you keep reading throughout Mark chapter 9 and then he carries over into Mark chapter 10. And then he does something that uh, I think is phenomenal. Where we'll pick up in Mark chapter 10 verse 32. It says they were now on the way up to Jerusalem. So they, they, were, they had gone down to Capernaum. Now they're working their way back up to Jerusalem. Jerusalem, a city on a hill. And Jesus was walking ahead of them The disciples were filled with awe and the people following behind were overwhelmed with fear. Taking the 12 disciples aside. So he didn't tell everyone. Jesus once more began to describe everything that was about to happen to him. Listen, he said, we're going up to Jerusalem where the son of man will be betrayed to the leading priest and the teachers of religious law. They will sentence him to die and hand him over to the Romans. They will mock him, spit on him, flog him with a whip and kill him. But after three days, he will rise again. Keep reading, though, here in verse 35. Then James and John, the sons of Zebedee, right after Jesus says this, came over and spoke to him. Teacher, they said, we want you to do us a favor. What is your request, he asked. Now, now, now you, got for, you got to pause here for me. You got to pause. Because Jesus just took his 12 disciples aside again. There, there's obviously, listen, there's obviously something that is perplexing him. Because he deals with this now in two separate occasions, real close together. And now as he's going back up into Jerusalem, he, he's, he's, he's being confronted with the reality that my time and season of what I have to lay down is coming quickly. And those closest to me, I need for you to know what's going on. He says, I'm, I'm about to be mocked. I'm going to be betrayed. I'm going to be spit upon. I'm, I'm going to be crucified. He says, but I am going to rise again the third day. And the response is James and John speaks up and says, okay, yeah, well, yeah, we understand all that, but we want you to do something for us. Now, we think that's funny, you know, now. But I would dare say, unfortunately, the, the average prayer is a prayer request of selfishness. Is a prayer request of, okay, Lord, this is what I need. This is what I want for you to do for me. Now, there's nothing. Obviously, our, our God wants to fulfill all our desires. So that, that's, that, that, that's a given. But here's a case where Jesus is laying out his plan and his purpose 
And they are giving in to that gravitational pull to selfishness. Now, now listen, if the disciples had that issue, walking with Jesus, living with Jesus, 24 hours, seven days a week, you better believe you and I got the same challenge too. Now, thank God we got something those disciples didn't have. We, we had the spirit of the living God living on the inside of us for those who belong, you know, to the Lord Jesus Christ. He says, we want you to do us a favor. Let's keep reading. What is your request, he asked. They replied, when you sit on your glorious throne, we want to sit in places of honor next to you. One on your right and the other on your left. Isn't that interesting? You see the first point, you know, up there at the very top. It says, don't ignore God's plan for your plan or desire. They completely ignore what he says. They're so consumed. Listen, they're, they're so consumed in their sense of significance. They completely ignore the plan that he had just laid out to them. Not once, but now, but twice. Don't ignore God's plan for your plan, your desire. I'm going to pause there again. And listen. On your best day and my best day, you're not going to be able to convince God to take your plan and make it his plan. When God is unfolding his plan to us, our responsibility now is, watch this, to back up and to spend some more time to get understanding. Listen, when they didn't understand what he meant, the simplest thing for them to do was to ask. Jesus, we have no clue what you're talking about. See, but again, pride, pride will keep you stuck in ignorance. Jesus, we don't know what you're talking about. Listen, the, the, the best way, the best way to study the Bible is to ask questions. If you're not asking questions studying the Bible, I'm going to tell you right now, you're not getting much out of it. You have to ask questions, and then you have to spend enough time with God and his word to get the answers from God and his word. And that takes time. There's just no shortcut around. None whatsoever. You can't, listen, you, you, don't, you don't get those answers like that just from, a, from the preacher. Let, 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 listen, listen. The, 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 the time has, has, has long passed. To live off of someone else's revelation. You got to get it. You got to get it for yourself. You, some, some of y'all remember again, you know, with the whole uh, uh, experience that happened, Book of Acts. Uh, these particular, you know, individuals, you know, call themselves going to, uh, you know, mimic, you know, what, what Paul was doing. Paul, 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 you know, understood his authority. He understood that there was no other name but Jesus higher than that. No other authority higher than that. And, and they're doing things. So these individuals thought they were going to kind of mimic Paul. And so they, they, they came across, you know, this one individual who's possessed. And they called themselves going to cast, you know, you know spirit out. And, and, the, and the, the, the demonic spirits said, okay, now Jesus we know. Paul we know. But who in the world are you? And then, of course, they took a beating. 
You can't live off someone else's revelation. See, see, my, my, my role again is to equip you to go further. Equip you, watch this, to, to give you, kind of give you the, the, the baseline of what you need what, right at the beginning of the week so that you are unpacking it further throughout the week. If the only thing you do is just go home with the luggage I give you, not, it's, it's not, not going to produce for you. Thank you for that arousing amen. Also, note, note this. Just because God pauses to address our issue doesn't mean we are in sync with his plan. I just thought that was interesting. That, that here it is, they're just like, well, you know, we want you to do us a favor. We, yeah, we heard all that, but do, do us a favor. And Jesus said, okay, well, what's your request? Now, see, some people would, would interpret that as, well, see, I, I'm, on, I'm on the track. I'm on God's track. Completely, they were completely out of sync right here. Last man standing. Who's going to be the greatest? Once again, be careful of that gravitational pull of the heart to selfishness. You have to be very, very careful. You have to guard your heart in this area at all times. If, if you don't, if, if you don't, things, conditions, people, yourself will just begin to drift and, and not realize. You know, when a, when a car gets out of alignment, when, when you buy that car and, it, and it's, it's in proper shape, you can drive down the highway and just put your hands on your hips if you like. As long as you hit any bumps and things of that nature, that car is just going to float straight. But once it goes out of alignment, then if you do that, you're going to drift. You're going to drift over into someone else's lane. You're going to drift over and it's going to cause you know, danger, obviously, for yourself and other people. So then what do, you, what do you have to do? You have to get the car realigned so that it can go straight again. Watch this. Without a whole lot of effort being applied to it. Don't, don't, don't let your heart drift. And it's real easy to do. In our culture today, listen, listen, there's so much that comes at us all the time from various sources to try to get us to drift. And again, for those of you that's been with me for, for a number of years, you've heard me share this warning a lot of times. Don't, don't allow society to cause you to take God, Christianity as your self-help tool. Not, that's not what this is. It. That's, that's not the primary focus of this. It will give you help. No question about it. But, but, but it's not, watch this, it's not for our self-help in, in, in our book of self-success. All right, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Mm. Last man standing. Who, who would be greatest? Who would be greatest? Let's, let's keep reading here because Jesus, he addresses further, you know, with James and John and Thank you for listening to Impact the South Florida's podcast as we continue to help others know God, find freedom, discover purpose, and make a difference. Please subscribe to receive alerts for new messages. You can also visit us online at www.icsofl.com. Until next time, God bless.